Thank you for listening to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. Sign up to our Patreon to receive bonus content, live streams and our weekly newsletter with money off books and museum visits as well. Plus early access to all live show tickets. That's patreon.com slash we have ways. Actung, actung. Now, we do keep saying we don't do hard sells on the pod, don't we, Jim? Yeah, we don't do it. But we have got exciting news. Yep. The lineup for We Have Ways Fest Dry is now dry. 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 Yeah, dry. Hopeless. Dry. Okay. Go on. Okay, go on. Yeah, I'm going to do it again. <laughs> the lineup for We Have Ways Fest Dry yeah. is now live. The biggest collection of the finest Second World historians will descend on Silverstone in September. And this year, it's mostly focused on 1943. That's right. We've got some really exciting big hitters in the mix, including the likes of David Olasuga. Mm. That's right. Katja Hoyer, Rob Lyman and Saul David. Yeah, and we're also really excited not just to have historians, but also some incredible names of the world of TV and film, including Band of Brothers Starms, Ross McCall, far show writer and Bond expert Charlie Higson, and Mr. Saturday Night himself, Dermot O'Leary. Yeah, how about that? Your World War II weekend starts here. Um, this year, <laughs> there will be something for everyone, from Gomorrah to Guadalcanal, Jaipur to Jersey. We really want to cover the global war. That's why our Arsenal stage will be full to the brim with up-and-coming historians, many of them fans of the podcast, to share their original research. Um, <laughs> so the in, Emirates Arsenal stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not? I mean, think big for sponsors. Yeah. It's certainly not one to be missed as the festival continues to get bigger and big, better. Um, make sure to get your tickets now before we hit capacity. James, what, what are you looking forward to? Uh, I just love the whole thing. I love everyone coming together. Um, I'm excited about some of the talks, um, particularly all the 1943 stuff, yeah. but also we've got some really fun things on this year as well. Um, lots of side entertainments as well and performances mm. and stuff. And, of course, all the hardware. Yeah. I mean, the other thing I'm looking forward to, aside from, is the vibe. Yeah. The vibe the is yeah. it's a very strong vibe. And, uh, and sharing a pint with people who I know I've, I'll have conversed with online, sharing, uh, talking to people who I know, I know the names of from the live cast and then yep. meeting new listeners all the time. People who've, people who've picked up the passion for the, for the subject or discovered us aren't lurking under our podcast rock. And, yeah. I, and I think, um, that's the thing I, more than anything else, really, I love, uh, I like the vibe and I like the spirit people are there and a spirit of curiosity and shared knowledge and enthusiasm. It's a, it's a brotherhood and sisterhood, isn't it? Exactly. Mustn't forget the sisterhood exactly. as well. Exactly. It's a band of brotherhood, sisterhood. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's absolutely nothing not to like. That's the bottom line. Yeah. So, um, uh, if you go to, if you go to wehavewaysfest.co.uk, um, the whole lineup's there, the site, information, ticket prices, um, glamping, even if you're really... I think we're up for that, we're, 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 we're creating our own TAC HQ. We are creating a TAC HQ, we're planning to glamp. We will see you in the field. Actung, actung. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to We Have Ways of Making You Talk with me, Al Murray, and James Holland for all your Second World War needs, whatever they might be. <laughs> and, of course, the thing is, there are many Second World War needs, and one we're looking at today, because we're at Chalk Valley History Festival. James, yeah. as the kingpin 
of this festival. Well, 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 I don't know about that. I'm one of the founders. But, You're the but, kingpin. No. You walk around this uh, site and everyone goes, there, there's James. There's James. There he is. Hi, James. James, just a minute of your time, please. There's lots of other people. I'm not just being modest. I would, I would take the glory if it no, was... If it was it, to be honest, you'd be in real trouble if you said you were the kingpin, wouldn't you? So <laughs> yeah, let's, yeah, absolutely. Let's, let's steer away from that idea. Um, but, but, I mean, a great festival. I came... I, I, t- I turned up yesterday evening. I caught a bit of you and Tom talking about... Tolkien and, and the second well no no Tom talking about Tolkien yeah, yeah, and me, right. me, 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 me occasionally kind of just sort of going yep but uh, <laughs> 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 hole <laughs> I had some I mean I, I had a I had a I had a couple of questions um, but, but did you or, or I had thoughts that I wanted to ask him about but okay. I never got never, never quite got around you don't want to try them on me no 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 <laughs> Well, I mean, it was is, really fascinating. Well, well, fact, I mean, the, the whole the whole premise was was that, that Lord of the Rings was written during the Second World War, yeah. uh, and the influence of both the First and the Second World War absolutely runs through every part yeah. of those novels. But then you you could say, how couldn't it? Yeah. How couldn't, how couldn't you? You're yeah. writing a book about good and evil. How would it not be the... Yes, but, but, but uh, you know, obviously what you don't get in the, in the film yeah. is at the end of the film, Frodo comes back with yeah, Sam and it's yeah, all fine and, yeah, you know, exactly. and it's all happy and the Shire's all kind of happy place. But, but in the book, there's been the scouring of the yeah, Shire. and it's basically been turned into Birmingham. Isn't it? It's basically turned into Birmingham, but, but it's also <laughs> kind of basically turned into sort of, you know, a war-scarred yeah. uh, um, place. You know, it sort of reminded me when I was sort of re-looking at it this, um, just uh, um, this year, of of all those Italian towns, because obviously that's what I've been doing. Yeah. But I was sort of thinking, you know, if you think of somewhere like sort of San Pietro, yeah. that's a, that's a society that's sort of hap- a bit like Hobbitland. Yeah. You know, it's the Shires, but it's in Italy. But yeah, it's a yeah. village community. Rural, it's incredibly place, tight, and it's tight, been the yeah. same for 300, 400 years. Yeah. The same rhythms every year. Yeah. You know, tragedies. And then here come the Allies. And then here come the Allies. <laughs> boom, <laughs> the whole place goes, yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, and... And one of the key messages, Lord of the Rings, is you might win and defeat the evil Lord, High Lord, yeah. but there's still lots of bad See, what, going on. What I want, but what I wanted to ask you, cause, because one of the things Tom talked about was how Tolkien would write to his son Christopher, who's, who's in Bob Command, and say, you know, what you're doing is wrong. Yeah. Oh, what, 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 <laughs> what, what, Christopher, what, Christopher exactly, what did Christopher Tolkin, Christopher Tolkien make of this? <laughs> Just, that, off, that, just back off. Just yeah. back off. I know you had a bad time at the Somme. Yeah, you and your hobbits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I've got a job to do and you're not yeah, helping. Exactly. I was wondering about that. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, here we are. We, by we, the, that was by a classic uh, hobbit hole we went down there, wasn't it? Um, wormhole. <laughs> well, what we're here to do is look at the Lloyd Carrier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've got Marcus here as well. Marcus is here. Uh, anyway, we're, we're, we're a, a sort of rapidly nearing completion Lloyd. Yeah, I mean, how a little few things to go. I mean, you, you probably don't do these things in percentages, but um, you know what we're we talking seventy percent. Yeah, I think we're heading towards the seventy percent mark. It's right, it's run. The engine runs. Engine's running. Drive train to a point works. Obviously, as you say, we're lacking track, so you can't truly trust the drive train. Yeah. But the big target once we're back from this week, obviously, come and see it. It's here. Um, is to sort the tracks out, sort the brakes out. Get it so that it's ready, mobile. You do them in that order, the brakes second. Well, you know what See, I, I, mean. I, I, mean, I do. I mean, I do the, personally, I make sure the brakes work first. <laughs> Is there a requirement for brakes? I thought it's all hell for lever and go forward. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and, and what we also need to, it, what it really needs um, is stowage. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta have yeah. stowage. We've got to have stuff strapped to the side. Piano. Yeah, and we want we want bags strapped to the side and, and, and camouflage netting that we can it needs an upright piano and some chickens. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then it's a 21st Army Group vehicle. <laughs> it definitely it, needs a case of chickens. Lo- it's not looting, it's liberation. I'm not gym. taking it to We Have Ways Fest unless it's got chickens. So what, what's been the biggest challenge uh, put it, putting it together, would you say, Marcus? The start, wasn't it? Well, the, the yeah, suspension it and wheels? Suspension and wheels were heavily seized, so yeah. to get all of that apart took a lot of hours, a lot of heat... A lot of literally swinging a big hammer just to drive everything apart. So you, so everything's stuck together with rust and dirt and filth, and so it's whacking it with a hammer to separate it. Wow. Yeah, and I will say the hammer missed on a few occasions, yeah, and I know yeah. where it hit. Yeah, I think I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think everybody heard on a few occasions. But, um, yeah, it, with a project like this, it, as Jim said, where the hell do you start? Yeah. Sometimes it's... And with this, you start in a corner and work your way out that's right. all you can do right but you I mean you had to take the original absolutely just pull everything to pieces and th- and then get everything out work out what you've got what can be used what can't be used make what you can't use again yeah. and put it all back together is again is that all in your head or on a spreadsheet in my head so. That's how mechanics work. They just know. No, no, but, it's, a, but, it's an innate but, you know, ability. Some people might write all that down. Yeah. So you, you, you're no. not doing that. Right. No, it's all in my head. Okay, so, uh, so once you've separated the parts, you, you, you then clean them, do you sandblast them, soak them in petrol or whatever to get filth off? What would you do? Majority of stuff was sandblasted. All the chassis, axles, tin yep. work, everything went for sandblasting prepped. Right. Um, and then built up, and as you can see at the moment, there are stages that are still in grey prime because there's still modifications need doing. I'm still yeah. not happy with certain aspects. Right. Once I'm happy with that, then things will go into the undercoat. Yeah. And then, in due course, everything, and there's a few hours of sanding required, Yeah. everything will be sanded down and put into top coat, right. into the proper mat. It's all a bit shiny at the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Um, obviously, it's something in modelling you'd never come across. No. But matte paint isn't waterproof. Yeah. So I always put a gloss, as mad as it sounds, as an undercoat. Yeah. Because it's got the binding agents in it to protect the metal in underneath. Right, right, right. And then you have to sand that back but not take the gloss off. Yeah. So you've got a key for the matte paint then to stick on top. I get it. Okay. Otherwise you'd get surface rust on everything in a way you wouldn't want it. Okay. And, and, and I mean, what have been the, the... Have there been surprises in this build? I mean, with the with the, with the the design of the thing as it stands? Or, because it strikes me, this is actually... It's pretty straightforward, isn't it? It's a, it's an engine, it's a chassis. It, it, it's, I mean, it's a sort of... It's, a, it, it's more of a box than the Bren carrier, for instance. Which yes. Is, which, is, which is a more complicated item, isn't it? The thing that always surprises me with this is your lent on, that's one and a half mil still. Yeah. As individual panels, they are so flexy. Yeah. And you're sat there thinking, God, how's this thing going to feel when it's all together? Yeah. But actually, now it starts to bolt into one piece, it's actually starting to feel like quite a strong little box. Right. Yeah, you don't want to be shot at it in one and a half mil still. <laughs> I'd, I'd quite happily say, no, I'm running in the other direction. Yeah. There is. 10 mil armor plate what they call bulletproof paint yeah plate to go on but again that's only going to stop small arms fire. oh really yeah. so that's still to come is it yeah but it's sat at the workshop i just need to get on and put it on right right which only covers the angle plate and then back <laughs> to the first hoop basically so the driver is covered your engine's not no 
But then it's under it. your arm, Al, is a fuel tank. Yes, I was just I was just going to say the, there's one on the other the side. Fuel t- you've got so you've got stereo left and right fuel tanks exactly. if you have a driver or bi- a binaural, yeah. as it used to be called. <laughs> you think if you were driving down a lane somewhere in Normandy and you had a German sat in a hedge there and he shot across, yeah. If you didn't it's good night, Charlie, oh, isn't it? Yeah, if you didn't get a spark off of those fuel tanks, at minimum, you're covered in petrol. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah so I'm wor- worrying about me losing control. Running in the other direction. Oh, You've got to get past the hot engine covered yeah. in petrol, haven't you? Yeah. In, as you boys can see, I don't think... <laughs> Any which way you look at it, it's, it's not terrible. good, it's is not it? Good. you sure you want this? <laughs> With the canvas on, as you see, we've got the hoops on now. Yeah. That's actually surprisingly low. I do. Yeah. I feel like I'm stood between two giants here with oh, you yeah, two. Actually, You're a little yeah. bit taller than me. And I, I dug... Not got the canvas on, but have to seriously duck my head beneath those bars yeah. to climb on and off. It's going to look really cool with the canvas on. Yeah, you it? wouldn't get out in a hurry. No, we're not doing Mickey Mouse, though, are we? No. So what you're saying is it's a death trap. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it wasn't front line for a reason. Let's no. put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. These were back with the the likes of the artillery garrison. Yeah, yeah, they were six pounders, weren't they? Six pounders. So they didn't have them in Sherwood Rangers. Ammo, yeah. Maybe we should just do it in. I think, maybe we should do it in artillery. I think it's a Royal Artillery vehicle. Yeah, and with the, the suspension, that must have been the bit that really needed. That's been spring, a, that's been a pain for you, hasn't it? It's been quite a pain that suspension units. See, horsemen were all over us and, and very, very keen for. A, for and then a war started. And then a war started. And they got a little bit busy. I mean, I completely understand. No, no, yeah. no, no. Um, yeah, no hard feelings about that. No hard feelings at all. You know. No, I think they've got more important work to do, horsemen. Yes, there's been a lot of new bits gone into those suspension right. units. But in the process, I've also found some new old stock parts as well. Right. So you've got the long suspension rods with a pair of springs on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, what is in effect the front four spring rods at the moment are new old stock. Really? Mm-hmm. Where'd you find that? Oh, in conversation with chap Alistair McMurray, who's also restoring a, a Lloyd, Lloyd carrier up in Lincoln. Right. Um, and he's been a wealth of knowledge and a great help. I think I follow him on Instagram. Yes, and he's, yeah, Instagram, he's got a yeah. very, very yeah. good Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. Yeah. But um, Alistair, I can bring him up, have a chat with him. And you'll say, Monk Guards, which I'm completely missing at the moment, yeah. he sent me a drawing for him. Anything right. he's made, he's drawn up. Right. So I'll have a conversation. Oh, I'll send you an email. Brilliant. on the phone to him in comes an email with the drawings of the bits I want to make and amazing and that makes life so much easier it's like these lights yep he sent me a drawing for the brackets for that right easy peasy fantastic yeah, it's looking great isn't it have you, got, have you given it a name yet have you given oh, it a nickname down to you boys oh Lloyd oh come on we can do better than that <laughs> Gertie yeah Gertie why not <laughs> Gertie, yeah, Gertie. Oh, we get Gertie painted on the front. Then. Oh, lovely! There you go. Uh, very good. Yeah. <laughs> and Gertie's a good name, isn't it? Yeah, it's a great name. Gertie is a great name because <laughs> everyone thinks it's a girl, but really it's not. No, it's it's Dirty Gertie Duke <laughs> Fourth Indian, Fourth Indian Division. <laughs> no, we should do yeah. Fourth Indian colours. That's quite well, Would they have, would they have had them? Well, around anti tanks, don't they? Not in a battalion. Yeah, they've had them in the division, wouldn't they? Yeah, in division. No, but I don't know if Lloyd's got ever got shipped. Did they get shipped to Italy? Well, you know? let's find out. We'll find. It would out. look good with the eagle, wouldn't it? It would look great with the eagle. There's a guy in battle dress with the eagle on, isn't there? Yeah, one of the Gurkhas. Gurkhas. There's there's a Gurkhas. Gurkhas. Well, no, there's a load of Gurkhas. You met the Gurkhas, yeah. yeah. Contemporary yeah. Gurkhas here, and um, they said, "Well, we'd like to come. We'd like to do Second World War." And I said, "Well, why don't you do Fourth Indian Division?" Oh, bless you, Jim. Yeah, and so they have. Fab. Well, Very thanks, good. Marcus. I mean, I, I think it. it you know, it is truly amazing. Especially, I mean, those photos at We Have Waste Fest the first time where, they, you know, 
where it did it did not look like a light carrier. No. <laughs> and now it does. I'll hang my head in shame. No, 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 no. It's amazing. This is a, res- this no, is a that's not resurrection. It's, it's Phoenix-like. It's absolutely incredible. It really and, um, is incredible. It's hard, to, it's hard in a way... Um, to convey that because I really it like the look, look of it. Look like it was ever. It looks like no. It looks like it ought to look. Rather, it doesn't look like it ever got restored. But I really like the look of the Lloyds from the back. I just think with the engine in the back and that whole container yeah. and the, 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 the sort of guard around it and everything. I just think it looks utterly fantastic. Yeah, the chair, the driver's seat, however, needs a bit of a cushion. Yes. Yeah, we can, we get get that. Oh, well, that's, it's, it's, it's all coming. It's all in process. process. And then we should just mention very briefly that right next door to this, under this lovely period tent. Is a is a as a kind of scout car. Yes. I mean, it is a scout car, but it's been slightly remodelled. The white scout car sat next to Lloyd here. Um, was bought in 1945, I believe, by Mr. Mark Dinley. And he is a very very interesting character because he's very. one. He was one of Van Sittart's boys, right, in the Foreign Office in okay. the 1930s. He was spying basically in Germany in the 1930s. Wow. And he, you know, I've got that Nazi greatcoat. Yeah, yeah, that was his. Oh, okay. He brought it back. Uh, he brought back Einstein's cousin or yeah. brother or something. So, just before the outbreak of the war, he then came through Germany in a very flash American car. Yeah. Got to a checkpoint, completely bamboozled the checkpoint guards with this fancy exhaust system. Yeah. They never searched the car. Drove on through, because what was in the boot of the car was one of Einstein's cousins yeah. and the machine gun mechanism that became the Sten gun. Ha! Because he invented the Sten gun but never got the credit for it. Right, yeah. Okay. And after the war, him and his son, Robert Dinely, made this huge collection of military vehicles, which right, right up until the 1980s when they started selling them off, yeah, used to beetle up and, down the, up and down the Chalk Valley all right. the time. I mean, they literally, they had loads and loads. Yeah. It was like the number one in the country, wasn't they it? They were a big film company, and I know the last... Bridge Too Far. Right, yeah, right, The okay. last film that was solely all their vehicles was the Bridge Over the River Kwai. Right. Mm. Wow. And they, a lot of those vehicles were here in the Chalk Valley. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. So, yeah. But no, Mark Dinely bought this in 45, had a blacksmith in the valley put this aluminium body on it. Yeah. And they know he drove it to Switzerland and further afield, but they don't know where. Right, okay. Being post-war. Yes, 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 so up to something. I quite like scout cars. Yeah. They're, they're great. They're, they're, it's a... I can't remember. Handsome, anyway, handsome, and, and it's, and it's obviously because it's, it's basically hasn't been touched for 30 years? Over 30 years, yeah. And you got it running, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, sat in a number of barns, been moved from pillar to post over the last 30 plus years. A little bit of TLC from myself, and it starts beautifully. Marcus the Miracle Worker. But the plan is with it for the family, his Mark Dinley's two great grandsons are actually in awe of the thing. Yeah. And it's, we're going to get it mechanically sound, we're not going to touch the bodywork at all, we're going to leave that patina as it is. Really? Just get it so that it is running, running perfectly. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Because at the moment, there's no brakes, but. The oh. handbrake works exceptionally well. See, you, well, you, so you and you know brakes. You just, yeah. you, like you said, you just wanted to go forward. <laughs> That's what hedgerows are for. That's yeah, all it exactly. needs is slow you down, isn't Absolutely it? Absolutely right. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thanks, Marcus. And it is, it is truly amazing, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? it's great. It's G- great. God, Gertie. Well, it's nearly there. Yeah, yeah. September. September. Um, we're going to take a quick break now. Obviously, we're wandering around the site. That's what you're hearing in the background. And we keep being distracted and digressing. We'll see you in a tick.
Welcome back to We Have Ways of Making You Talk. We're at Chalk Valley History Festival, um, where we're stood next to a big green vehicle, aren't we, Jim? Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're sat next to... <laughs> so life's good. We're sat next to... <laughs> yes, exactly. We're also sat next to great old friends of mine, uh, Jim and Abby and Jamie. Jim, of course, owns the um, the Sherwood Rangers Sherman Tank, yeah. of, of, of which I'm enormously fond, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, no offence, Jim, but I'm just going to talk to Jamie about his... Carry on. About his, his um, half track because this is an amazing story jamie because you bought this when you were 18 i love that and and you've lovingly what? restored it yeah he's now 31 31 now now 31 and it's finished scooter yeah i know it's incredible I've, isn't it that's dedication for <laughs> so, you so where 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 did you find this so this was found in a farm in anglesey um i don't know it's wartime history but post-war it was used on Cromer Beach in Norfolk in the 50s for towing boats in and out the sea. Of course it was. So what they've done is they cut all the rear armour off. Yeah. Um, Ford made an engine conversion and converted them to diesels. Yeah. And um, basically they were used for beach recovery and towing boats in and out the sea with it. Right. Amazing. It is the most amazing piece of kit. I really, really want one. And... It's and what I, do you know? What I also love about this is not obviously it's done it in Sherwood Rangers colours, which yeah, I obviously yeah, approve. Of course, that, it's all the stowage. It's all the it's all the kit on it. That big box of Tizer. I yes. love it. He's got golf clubs on here as well. Has he? Yeah, yeah have golf clubs are inside. Chickens in an upright piano. <laughs> that's the, that's where the bar is set. <laughs> <laughs> but look at all this. I mean, it's a beast, isn't it? So so we're standing at the front of it. It's got this sort of armour plate radiator covering the radiator cover, yeah. which just makes it look mean and fit for purpose. Demonstrate if you want to demonstrate. Demonstrate. Demonstrate it. Then we've also got this this huge great tow wire. Yep. I mean it's quite a thing, isn't it? There we go. Look battle, at that. battle stations. And yeah. you've and it's got covers for windscreens as well with slits, hasn't yeah, it? So, 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 so you um, can close later, it all down. Later on when we do the battle of the Gurkhas, um, I'm gonna take the stowage off. Then you take the two windows out, and there's a half-inch thick metal plate that drops yeah. down with just some pistol ports to look out of. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So we're going to go full armour. And how easy is it to see out once you've done that? It's a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's really bad. Right. But what okay. I think is brilliant is because normally when people come to uh, come here or they come to We Have Waste Fest, they put it on a low loader and, and, and yeah. transport it up. Jamie doesn't do that. He drives from his home near Bristol. To Weymouth, yes. to Chalk Valley. How long does it take to get here from Bristol? So we drove, a couple of weeks ago, we drove from Bristol to Weymouth. That was about four hours, right. a couple of stops, because it was when it was really hot. Um, and it got to the point where when we were stopping, the tracks were getting a bit tacky. They're rubber, right? It's yes. a rubber, rubber tracks yeah, at the rear. rubber tracks at the rear. Um, and on all the steering is done by the wheels, not like the German half tracks where they had a differential yeah. and it broke the tracks. Right. Um, so, yeah, this is done. Germans, what do they know, eh? Uh, German engineering, Jim, it's the best in the world. Um, so, <laughs> how many horsepower um, does this thing have? Um, it's 150 horsepower, right. so not very powerful, but powerful enough to move it so um this is an international built by international harvester yeah tractors um, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah the first company to build them was a company called white yes and what yes. they did because the, uh, the white scout car right because it. it's the same front isn't it um, the design, very similar the designs yeah. extra, you know yeah. very you could similar. be forgiven for mistaking them from the front yes right? um so what white did is they used thinner metal but they heat treated it to make it armor right when International started making them, they went, nah, that's too much time. Yeah. So they used thicker steel to make up for the armour plate, so right. this is a ton heavier than a white. Even though it's basically the same size? Yeah. yeah. That is amazing. Isn't it? And look at it all. 
Yeah. I love all this. I think you know we've got, we're looking at we're looking at haversacks and and spare large wheel. packs, spare wheel. Look at the inside of this. It's just absolutely incredible. Sten chained up. Lee Enfield number four. And a Vickers gun. And a Vickers gun. So when you need new tracks, where yeah. do you go for new tracks? These are brand new reproduction ones. Right. So they're actually made at the moment. Um, and the only reason why we have to put a new set on it is that I broke one on the road. Did you? Um, and on the back... That sounds like an no bugger moment. It was a squeaky bum time. Right. Um, but on the back, there's ammunition boxes all smashed in. And that was the track, because they got a tendency to go up over the top of the vehicle, which you'd never think it would do it. No, I, d- I, did, I didn't think it would. No. Um, <laughs> but, honest. but we were doing about 35, 40 mile an hour when it went bang. Oh, Christ. Um, and it whacked it in the, in the back size. Yeah. But it actually looks really good, because it looks like yeah, it's yeah, in, in keeping. I've been around the block. Yeah. Yeah, but the good thing bit. about these is that if you break a track, because they're only a few miles away from home, you can engage the front axle and drag the back. Right. As the Germans, when the track broke, that was, no, it. was it. It was pushed. Finished. Yeah. Wow. So it's they, quite a thing, isn't it? They kind of thought, they pretty much thought of everything, right? Pretty much. Um, and the other thing as well, with having the front wheel drive as well, is that if it's wet, when you turn the wheels, because you've got a lot more pressure on the tracks than you have the wheels, mm. it have a tendency just to push it straight forward. Right. So with the engagement of the front axle, it's trying to drag itself around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's a real item there, isn't it? Because you're looking at all these different bits of kit and, and you realise the sort of actually how incredibly sophisticated it all is. Yeah. By kind of the second half of the war. I mean this is this is a well, when were these it, when were these designed and commissioned though? Nine forty one, like forty one everything, nine forty four nine forty one. Yeah, uh, this was built in nineteen forty three. International yeah. started building them. But I know the White saw um service in Africa. Yeah. Um because in Tunisia. Uh, yeah, and then the early tank destroyers, the Americans put seventy five yes, million yeah. guns in them yeah. and so yeah. Um, and I mean, what are the advantages of, of it being half track if you're off road? Um, I think purely it's just the ground pressure on the tracks were a lot less than it would be for a truck. So if it's so, you're effectively lighter yes. for it. Yeah. yeah, you're less of a footprint. Yes. Right, okay. So you can get about. I mean, going up that hill would be easier than in a truck if it's um, wet and slippery. Yeah, pre- yeah, pretty much. Uh, that was that was the idea behind it. Um, they also made two versions. They done one with the winch on the front, which is what yeah. this got. You also made one with a roller on the front. Yes. And the idea of that was that when you drove into a ditch, the tracks would then push the front up. Yeah. Um, but because these were so heavy, the rollers used to just dig into the banks. And yeah, the British ones you see, and the, and the same with the white scarecrows, they tend to have taken the roller That's off. That's it, yeah. They cut the them British, off. British versions of yeah. Sans roller, yeah. But if you think about those, you know, those Liberty Chups that the American were making during the First World War, yeah. and you think how simple they are, yeah. and you think about those sort of London omnibuses which were yeah. sent out to Western Front, and then you look at this, which is only kind of, you know, 20-plus years later, and you think, what a what an, a massive leap forward. You know, yeah. we think of these these huge technological leaps in terms of sort of primarily aircraft, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. But this Lost is... Gladiator to Meteor. Yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah. But... but this is extraordinary, I think. It's, it's such a beast, and it and it's and it's, there's lots of sort of ergonomically sensible, and the fact that it's got the sort of armor plate over the windscreen, and you can lower the radiator grill. So this is absolutely, you know, this is this is a armored personnel carrier, isn't it? But but, yeah, but, but, it, yeah. but it has got armor plate on it. Yes. I mean, one of the criticisms of the of the British Army is that they don't have an armored personnel carrier that they can use until they have the kangaroos and what have yeah. you. But that's just bollocks because they've got these. Yeah. 
That's yeah. like saying the British haven't got, haven't got enough, haven't got any tanks, but they've got zillions of Shermans. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I love it. Thank you for this. This is right. super cool. Have you had a look at the back? No, no, no. I mean, one of the things that appeals about half track is it's the sort of thing a six-year-old would design. Yes, oh. yeah. I like tracks. Yeah, but I like wheels. Yeah, best of both worlds. <laughs> yeah, I love, I love the lot. And the best thing about owning this is it is sort of it's the most practical bit of alloyed armour you can buy. Yeah, that you can actually use. Yeah. So you've got the best of the tracks. We've also got the wheels, so you yeah. can drive it on the road. Yeah. Um, you can get all your mates in the back and go down the pub on a night. Yeah, which, yeah. There's a cricket we, team there. Yeah, which we have done in Weymouth a few a few weeks ago. We booked a restaurant in Weymouth and got everyone in the back and drove down Weymouth. Turned up, didn't it? Brilliant, amazing. That's incredible. Feel the weight of that. That's the damage from the from yeah. That's the damage from the track. Yes, that's a yeah. That's heavy, isn't it? That's a door and a half, isn't it? Yeah. I feel a bit safer than this than I would in the Lloyd, if I'm brutally honest. <laughs> Don't, don't diss the Lloyd. I'm not dissing it. You're dissing the Lloyd. I'm not dissing it. He's dissing the Lloyd. And just across the way, a few few yards away, they're, they're, um, they're cleaning the barrel of the 3.7-inch heavy anti-aircraft gun. Now horizontal in an anti-tank roll. It's not in an anti-tank <laughs> roll. They don't do that. Back through. Back through, the, yeah. So, Jim... Um, Obviously, we have our own festival coming up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, what, what is it about... Because, um, you know, you've been doing this a, more than a decade now. It's bigger and bigger and badder and better and sexier than ever, Chalk Valley. What, 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 what is it about this festival that keeps it coming back and keeps bringing people back, do you think? So really, I, I think this year particularly, we've really tried to sort of think hard about all the talks we do and, and try and make it more sort of relevant for what's going on in the world at the moment so we've got all these categories now no longer warfare it's conflict because that's more kind of modern yeah. and uh we've got politics environment society and culture sports science and exploration and, and we've really tried to think rather than just sort of going around and going, oh he's got a history book out then yeah. you know now what we're thinking You're is right. okay let's let's <laughs> let's have a look well i don't know you there's know, another dig at me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you're relevant, right? Yeah, I'm relevant. Because, you know, the Second yeah, World War so. is relevant. Yeah, so that's fine. Yeah. But, but, but you know, we've been thinking about, you know, we've had stuff on that. We've had um, friends of the show, Duncan yeah. Weldon and David yeah. Edgerton, talking about, about British economy over yeah. the last hundred years. You know, it's just fascinating. And, you know, obviously we've been doing quite a bit on Ukraine and stuff, but also lots on farming and the environment yeah. and stuff that matters. So I think, I think more than right now, more than for a long time, people are turning to the past to try and find answers to what the hell is going on at the moment and i think this is you know this is where you have that kind of sort of meeting of minds and and you know you want people to come here and listen to fascinating discussions but there's nothing and like thoughts. but there's nothing like the present to make the past relevant is there you, exactly you know what i mean but 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 you want people to come here and sort of go ah oh, you know i hadn't really thought about it like that yeah. and, and you're hearing people at the top of their game who really know what they're talking about and experts and you're getting, so you're getting these sort of ideas but also what you want it to be is a sort of cornucopia of, of different experiences and so you know there's historic cooking and there's there's all the dressing up and we, you know we've got a medieval joust today which we haven't had for years and years and years I mean we've only ever done it once before and this time we've absolutely got the best people yeah. around uh, Toby Capwell who's actually an American but he he's um, at the Wallace Collection he's an academic yeah. but he's also the number one on jousting I mean he is the number one historian but also living historian yeah and 
it's just brilliant. And then you've got, obviously got the garrison. Well, and last night we had a lot of fun. I got to do some silly voices, so I'm happy. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we had histrionics yeah, and stuff. So there's a bit, you know, and all the things you get from a, a festival in England in the beautiful countryside, yeah. and you know the booze and the and the food and and yeah. all the rest of it. It's um. So yeah, so next year is exciting because you know we're kind of, sort of rebranding this year, and and uh, we no longer have a title sponsor. And yeah. from as of when this comes out on Tuesday, we'll be completely independent and completely just our own people. Yeah, um, and that's exciting. So onwards and upwards, really. Yeah, yeah. And and also and we're we're a charity. Be, we're a charity. Yeah, you're and, charity. I, and fundamentally, we're doing it because I think it's a good thing to do I think and, it's a um, good thing to um, do what does the charity do send money to orphans in the past what, what are... <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're, we're, we're doing uh, reparations for the uh, for the kids that were shoved up chimneys <laughs> you know we just feel really awful about it and their great great grandsons are getting are getting a stipend every year um, no the main thing is is you know we're, we're trying to um, make history exciting and interesting interesting to, to to all you know yeah. all backgrounds all all ages particularly the young yeah um and we have a schools festival every year as well so um that's a big thing we have more more than ever before but and we're trying to do interesting things for schools and teachers and stuff like that and so we get to poke around in half tracks and get poke around in half tracks and have a lot of fun yesterday when i was with ben wilbond we um uh, we did a we did we did a we have ways live yeah brilliant uh, and ben ben stood in for you but we drove to the event in jim sherman of course you did because we like showing off brilliant well um Thanks. Thanks for. I mean, you know, that sounded a bit like a hard sell. No, but if you've not been to if you've not been to this history festival before, um, you are missing out. But what you'd really be missing out on if you're a We Have Ways listener is our festival, <laughs> We Have Ways, yeah. which is I mean, pure is, Here we are. I was, we were giving the hard sell on the thing that's already happened. Um, uh, whereas 8th to 10th September we have Waze Fest um, go to the website, find out more we've got an incredible array of speakers lots more dirty green vehicles like this one um, and and a chance to share a pint with like-minded um, uh, afflicted people but we don't do hard sales. We don't do hard sales. Um, we do soft sales. We do. So- we just like say so we, we think we're doing offering you a service and in, in, in letting you know about something that you might enjoy. Exactly. It's not a hard sell. Buy tickets now. Um, we'll see you soon. <laughs> Thanks very much for listening or watching. Bye bye. Cheerio.